بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي على شداد بن أوس رضي الله تعالى عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن الله كتب الإحسان على كل شيء فإذا قتلتم فأحسنوا القتلة وإذا ذبحتم فأحسنوا الذبحة وليحد أحدكم شفرته وليرح ذبيحته رواه مسلم Continuing with this hadith, the discussion we began yesterday. Abu Ya'la Shaddad bin Aus radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we mentioned yesterday, this word kataba is found in many places in the Qur'an and in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We mentioned a few of the examples yesterday and we find that this word generally is used to denote a very high level of command. In other words, ulama say, kataba lil ijab, in other words, lil wujub, that it is compulsory. In Allah kataba, Allah has ordained, prescribed, made compulsory upon you. Al-ihsan ala kulli shay. To adopt ihsan in everything that you do. As we mentioned this word ihsan, the root word of it is husn, which is two meanings are found in husn. One is beauty and the other is perfection. So whatever you do, do it to the highest level of perfection. As we mentioned yesterday also that unfortunately when it comes to our dini matter, when it comes to our worldly matters, there we are always striving for perfection, for the highest level, for goodness. In our deen, a lot of it has become rewaj, customs. We are just going through the motions. Salah we read just now, what type of salah? Was it the perfect salah? Was it a beautiful salah? The wudu we made before that. Every aspect of our deeny life, unfortunately, many of us are going through the motions. This strive or this drive to have perfection and beauty in what we are doing, particularly with our deeny matters, this unfortunately is lacking. Yet if you see this hadith of Rasulullah ihsan. Allah has prescribed, ordained, made it compulsory upon you, that whatever command of Allah Ta'ala you are discharging, it must be done to the best possible, in the best possible manner. And in a beautiful manner. Beauty obviously is found in the following the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا Allah Ta'ala says for you, in the way, in the Rasul of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Uswatun Hasana is the most beautiful example. So by following the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in whatever we do, obviously there will be husn and beauty. And with that, the other meaning of husn, ihsan, is perfection. That is, to do whatever we are doing in the best possible manner. Find another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi said, إِذَا حَكَمْتُمْ فَعَادِلُوا When you pass judgment, then let there be justice in what you do. And then, وَإِذَا قَتَلْتُمْ فَأَحْسِنُوا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ مُحْسِنُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And... The subject matter of this hadith, merged with that hadith, Rasulullah says that when you take a life, 
when you take a life, then do it in the best possible manner. فَأَحْسِنُ Why? فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ muhsin. Allah Himself does good. Allah does ihsan. يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah loves those also who do ihsan. In other words, goodness in everything that you do. فَإِذَا قَتَلْتُمْ فَأَحْسِنُوا الْقِتْلَ وَإِذَا ذَبَحْتُمْ فَأَحْسِنُوا الذِّبْحَ وَلْيُحِدَّ أَحَدُكُمْ شَفْرَتَهُ وَلْيُرِحْ ذَبِيحَتَهُ This is the latter part of the hadith. The introductory statement, إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَ الْإِحْسَانَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Allah has ordained, prescribed ihsan, the best in everything that you do. Another narration of the hadith, عَلَىٰ كُلِّ خَلْقِ The best in your dealing with the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Actual subject matter of the hadith is the taking of a life. As we mentioned yesterday, there are certain instances in which the shariat allows you to take the life of another human being, like we mentioned in battlefield or in its qisas or diyat. And pertaining to this hadith, when you take the life of the sacrificial animal, when we are making qurbani, as the days of qurbani have passed recently, and just prior to the days of qurbani, we dealt with the latter part of this hadith, the guidelines that are given to us. Where Rasulullah sallallahu says, فَإِذَا قَتَلْتُمْ When you take a life, فَأَحْسِنُ الْقِتْلَى Then let there be ihsan in this. Let there be goodness in this. Do it in the best possible manner. فَإِذَا ذَبَحْتُمْ When you make ذَبَحْ قُرْبَانِ فَأَحْسِنُ الذِّبْحَ Let there be ihsan in the manner that you make qurbani. Sharpen the knife. وَلْيُحِدَّ أَحَدُكُمْ شَفْرَتَهُ وَلْيُرِحْ ذَبِيحَتَهُ And give comfort. Give comfort. Do not unnecessarily torture or torment the qurbani animal, the animal that you are slaughtering. Do not harm it or hurt it unnecessarily. The knife should be sharp. You have to be brisk in slaughter. Don't slaughter one animal in front of another. Don't drag the animal in a harsh manner to the place of slaughter, thereby injuring the animal. The animal should not be skinned until absolutely cold and all signs of life have ceased. Then you will continue with the skinning of the animal. These are the various adab and etiquettes of qurbani and sacrifice which we find from this hadith and from other ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Like I mentioned, this we discussed previously. One important point that we learned from this hadith, the issue of taking the life of an animal. A lot of times we find people have this mindset that we tend to take this very, very lightly. Like today, some people, they go for hunting. One is you hunt, you are allowed to take the life of an animal in hunting. There are certain principles in Shariat. When it is necessity, person is hunting for food or to acquire provisions, etc. Then you have this element where people are hunting for sport or for game or for amusement. We, we, we learn from such ahadith that this goes against the grain of shariat. The taking of the life of another makhluk, of a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is not something that should be taken lightly. The fact that the animal cannot speak in its defense doesn't mean that the animal, Allah ta'ala hasn't placed sensation and feeling in that animal. 
We find, if we look at the other ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu said, do not be, the mafum of the hadith, do not be deceived by the fact that the animal is ibham. In other words, mubham, he doesn't speak. Why? Innaha ta'rifu rabbaha wa ta'rifu annaha tamut. The animal recognizes its rabb. It recognizes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this much perception Allah Ta'ala has placed in that animal, ta'rifu annaha tamut. The animal knows that it is about to die. That is why you'll find the resistance. When you try to, the sheep or the goat that you are slaughtering, you see that resistance before you are able to take the life of that animal. Why? Because this much it recognizes, annaha tamut, that I'm about to die. So it will obviously fight and it will oppose that. Even in a hen or a chicken, we find this resistance. We find that this is supported by the ahadith of Rasulullah. In ta'rifu annaha tamut, it knows it's about to die. So this is why it is offering that resistance. Allah has placed that natural instinct. And with this, ta'rifu rabbaha, that animal recognizes its rabb. This is what Quran tells us. سَبَّحَ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ That everything in the heavens and the earth is making tasbih of Allah. It is praising Allah, glorifying Allah. كُلٌّ قَدْ عَلِمَ صَلَاتَهُ وَتَسْبِيحَ رَبُّنَا الَّذِي أَعْطَى كُلَّ شَيْءٍ خَلْقَهُ ثُمَّ هَدَى Quran tells us, كُلٌّ قَدْ عَلِمَ صَلَاتَهُ وَتَسْبِيحَ Every creation of Allah, every animal, every bird, Kullun qad alima salatahu knows its salah and knows its tasbih of Allah Ta'ala. So if you are a gunegar, you are the slaughterer sometimes is a person who is a benamazi, who is far away from deen. Now he is passing his knife over the neck of an animal that is always in Allah's ibadat. So in the eyes of Allah, who is superior? You are disobedient to Allah. That animal is obedient to Allah. So have this level of cautiousness, have this level of sanctity of the life that you are about to take. You are about to take not just the life of Allah's makhluk, you are about to take the life of a creation of Allah that is in Allah's ibadat, that recognizes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there should be this level of decorum, there should be this level, at least, and if you yourself are not making your salah far away from deen, this level of shame and embarrassment should be there. This animal by me taking its life, Allah's ibadat will cease so far as this animal is concerned. I am not an abid. I am not making Allah Ta'ala's ibadat. I am not in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we find that this matter of taking a life, not unnecessarily causing taklif, pain, torture, this is something that Sharia takes very, very seriously. We find in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned about one woman in Medina Munawwara where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one hand she used to make a lot of ibadat she used to make a lot of ibadat yet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said دَخَلَتِن نَار إِمْرَأَةٌ فِي هِرَّةٍ حَبَسَتْهَا حَتَّى مَاتَتْ لَا هِيَ أَطْعَمَتْهَا وَلَا هِيَ أَرْسَلَتْهَا تَأْكُلُ مِنْ حَشَرَاتِ الْعَرْضِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that a woman in Medina will enter into Jahannam. She has entered into Jahannam over a cat. Cat is not even an animal that you are allowed to slaughter. The meat of a cat is not even halal. Yet, Nabi Salaam said, over that animal, she entered into Jahannam. Why? 
because she locked up this cat. Did not herself she didn't feed the cat, nor should she give give the cat the freedom to go and look for its own food. So unnecessarily tortured this animal by tying it up and not feeding it. So starving it to death. Allah's Rasulullah said, Dakhalatil Nar Imraatul. Allah put such a woman into Jahannam over a cat that she inflicted this type of unnecessary torture upon. So where the allowance has been given, sometimes a snake, sometimes a scorpion, sometimes a harmful insect, where allowance has been given to take the life of a creation of Allah, even though it is not for consumption purposes, they also, they also, Shariat has given us certain guidelines. فَإِذَا قَتَلْتُمْ فَأَحْسِنُ الْقِتْلَةِ When you take the life, do it in the best possible manner. Don't unnecessarily inflict pain or torture or difficulty upon another creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give us the fix.